Good day, you glorious creatures. I'm delighted to present to you episode three, and we will be talking about your body and moving it, because it's important. We live in a physical world, and if we do not move, everything does not work, including you, including every system in your body. So it's a curious thing. I started off, you know, uh, my journey with my body from an athlete, you know, playing high-level basketball to powerlifting to weightlifting to being one of those underpantsed, tightly fitted bodybuilders with all the fake tan, smiling really cheesily on stage and, uh, you know, having a really big inflated ego, which I very quickly gave up. (laughs) Or so you may think. (laughs) So, yeah, and then I moved into much more of the movement arts, you know, a lot more qigong, internal martial arts, all the juicy, flowy things from different animal flowy layer practices to all the soft body yin style movements to more acrobatics and then to my beloved object manipulation performing with fire swords staves whips chains i'm joking not chains (laughs) uh tridents maces all those kind of weaponary like objects that you can light on fire so movement is a big passion of mine and living in the physical world is a big passion of mine and combining the esoteric the ethereal the metaphysical the spiritual dimensions with a tangible body is something i believe is a constituent of wholesomeness in this human experience You know, we have a yearning to connect to the source, which is the spiritual realm. And if we can ground that in the physical plane, which is the place we are in today, now, here, to some degree, unless you think you're a multidimensional being, which I think we are, then you could be in many places at the same time. So the way I like to conceptualize humans, we are consciousness erected on a biological platform. So what's consciousness? It's this great expansiveness mystery, the watcher of all watchers, the thing that sits behind everything that is everything. And the biological platform is your human body made up of the earth, made up of the elements, earth, water, fire, air, ether. So these elements are you. You have all of them moving through you and you display all of them at different moments. So, we have this incredible software um, as consciousness, right? And there needs to be an adequate hardware. And that hardware is almost a conduit for the software. It holds the software, holds space for the software. And the world, the universe, holds space for you or the concept of you and the software is allowed to flow through you like a conduit to allow you to experience 
and that those experiences don't necessarily need to be great all the time. The contrast of the bad and ugly make the good so much, oh so much more better. So when it comes to movement, you know, we have unlimited choices. You can move in a bazillion different ways and directions. You can become a yogi, a gymnast, you can become a boxer, you can become a weightlifter, you can become a runner, you can do a whole list of things. You can just become a great walker, swimmer, aerialist, wingsuit, pilot. You can become whatever the hell you want and all incorporate movement in different forms, different aspects. And what I believe, if you want fullness of life, if that is your aim, if you want a really full experience of life, then in anything we do, a balance is required. A balance of the soft, a balance of the hard, a balance of the in, a balance of the out. And what this kind of looks like is balancing the spectrum of soft movements and hard movements. This is if you want a fullness of the entirety of human life, human existence. Specialization is, you know, the high-performing athlete who specializes in one direction. And there's a sacrifice to this. When you specialize in anything, what does that mean? When you fully commit in one direction, it means you sacrifice in many other directions, many other possibilities, potentialities, and going super hard in one direction of movement, let's stay on topic, it could be in many other realms of life, but one direction of movement, you forgo many other directions of movement. And maybe for a particular sport or activity, that's exactly what you want to do. If it's yielding you precious vitality, life, money, energy, all the things, then maybe it's a sacrifice that is well thought out and you can nod your head and smile and say yep this is the direction I want to move in but if it's not then I think balance is the best form of achieving fullness and even if you are a specialist athlete you will come back to balance and you probably started off much more balanced because when you tilt the scales too far out of balance you invite suffering that's the age-old tale, you know. You tip the seesaw to find one direction, there's going to be a reaction. So, let's talk a little bit about movement. What is the best way I reckon you should move your body? Yes, it's genetically uh, predisposed. What are the best ways each individual will move? Someone who has very long muscle bellies, fibers, and a very long torso and short bottom half will probably naturally want to move a little bit differently and be maybe geared towards moving differently than someone that has very short levers or has super long arms and a super, super short body. But as a whole, for fullness of experience, to be able to do everything, to be in less pain, I think a balance of the soft and the hard 
is a good way of conceptualizing it. And in other words, soft can be related to more inward movements and hard could be related to more outward movements. So what does a soft movement look like? Let's start with that. Actually, no. How about we start with hard movements because I'm sure most people are probably more familiar with hard forms of moving. Because when everyone conceptualizes movement, what do they think of? Think of running, jumping, boxing, sprinting, javelin throwing. That's a bit random, but (laughs) basketball, you know, all the real movie things. Like, let's move, let's run, let's jump, let's do this activity. So, it's really action-y, right? So, hard movement is something that Western culture, which is a very sword-orientated culture. It's a very, like, cut-through, blunt instrument it's not it's not delicately and elegantly flowing with uh finesse even though there's elements of finesse it's much more blunt right everything is very masculine driven by masculine i don't mean male i mean the energy it's a very doing it's a very directive it's a very let's get shit done energy and you know, hard movements look just as the word would, you know, entice your your imagination. Think of hard movements as working outwardly. Things that expend more energy than they cultivate. Weightlifting. You know, initially it's going to take lots of energy out of you. You're going to be puffed and pretty wrecked for maybe multiple days after a heavy, heavy weight session. You're going to have DOMS, you know, delayed onset muscle soreness. You are going to be pretty chuffed, not chuffed, pooped. Other hard movements, boxing, you know, hardcore gymnastics, uh, mixed martial arts, running, Athletics, hard sports like soccer and basketball, all the masculine-driven, energetic styles of moving. Anything that is overly competitive can be considered hard movements, right? Anything to do with the resistance, anything to do with power, strength, pull, push, real expenditure of energy. I want you to conceptualize outward movement as expenditure and connect it to hard movement and now let's just juxtapose soft movement so soft movement what's the best way to conceptualize soft movement soft movement is things that bring inwardly more energy they cultivate more energy they draw in more energy to your system they fill you up right so, things that are restorative, restful, things that enhance longevity. Even though hard movements can enhance longevity, soft movements do it in a delicate way. And tied in with hard movements, they add a much more longevity-enhancing effect. Soft movements. Think of yin yoga. Think of stretching. Think of mobilizing Think of qigong, think of drawing energy out and bringing it in. Think of noticing awareness, think of subtlety, softness, uh, 
subtle snake layers of the body, of the ribs, of the spine, slow connection. Think of all the fluidity that moves through your body. Think of drawing in with the breath and subtly softening areas of the body through light movement, through soft movement, through softness. Think of emotionally releasing movements, things that you can drop into and you need to use your breath. Think of all these kind of movements and they're categorized as soft, inwardly fire-stoking movements. The ones that I love the best are all from the Chinese internal martial arts and from the Taoist philosophies. Things that Tai Chi and Qigong all have in common. You know, there's hard movements that really burn in all those practices. But then there's mainly what I practice are the soft, restorative, subtle layers of movement. And yeah, the connection that you feel and when you bring them together in your entire practice with hard movement, not only does it support, it actually brings more life and vitality to all other forms of movement, you know, the softness, the restorativeness that you get. So it's extremely important for the fullness of experience and the and the less least amount of pain and suffering you want to experience in the tangible, physical, biologically erected form that you are, which is imbued with this delicious, delectable consciousness that you balance the energies. You balance the two. You balance the masculine with the feminine. You balance the soft with the hard, the in with the out. You connect with both. And for me, when people ask me, what is the best way to move? It's normally along those lines. If it's specific for an athlete who wants like, what's the best way I can move so I can be the best in this competition? Then it's going to be a little bit different. Still inherently going to have elements of balance to it, but it's also going to deeply have, you know, specific things. For me, for most of my family, my friends, you know, being a professional performer, there's specific things that I'll do that will sometimes draw me out of balance. If there's things I need to learn by a particular date, yes, sometimes I'll be more hard than soft, but then the softness will have its day and its time to shine and it will need to pull me back. And if I don't keep up the softness in my movements, then the balance is displaced and injury, suffering, pain of some sort, some sort, some sort of irk will be present with me. And I have to manage that. And this is where that management comes from. It comes from balancing the energies. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about maybe roughly what I do in a day. I'll wake up. I, this is from a movement perspective. I'll wake up, I'll normally stretch, and I won't stretch hard, I'll mobilize like a cat. Think of a cat waking up from a sleep. It puts its front paws forward, it sticks its butt in the air, stretches its whole spine. You know, that's kind of what I'll do. I won't even put my butt in the air, but I will do spinal mobilizing exercises, hamstring mobilizing exercises, calf, hip, 
and use my arms in deep connection with torso. That's normally how I wake up, you know? And I love to, because I live right on the beach. I know, lucky me. I run on the beach. I love running on the beach after mobilizing. I love finding the connection between my feet and the ground and feeling the force vibrate through my whole body. Finding connection with breath as I do this. I love going for a plunge in the water and paddling around a little bit. That's kind of how the morning starts. And then by late morning, I'll normally do a resistance training session, focusing on some skills. Um, maybe four days a week before the resistance training, I'll do a little bit of Qigong. Things to draw and cultivate energy. You know, there's slow repetitive movements that I do which are focusing on very slight intensive detail of the entire system energetically, emotionally, physically, mentally. So resistance training and then somewhere towards the evening I'll probably do a skills session where I'll play around with skills. Skills that I'm learning, flow, animal flow, gymnastics, fire props and at night I'll spend a little bit of time stretching and mobilizing. It sounds like a lot but the sessions are quite short so I have lots of time to work and socialize and eat and cook food and do all the other things. My sessions aren't hours and hours long like oh my god he's doing resistance training then oh, how does he fit that in with like the flow training and the, everything is like 30 minutes. It's short, it's concise, it's booked in, it's planned and at night this is one thing I've started committing to because of the yield. I'll be on a, a, a lacrosse ball or a foam roller for a good half an hour to an hour every night to soften and connect with a deep awareness and intention to my body. And it puts me in this beautiful sleepy haze that I just want to sleep as the body feels like it's had a deep tissue massage every night that I can control and I can soften with my breath as the lacrosse ball pushes into tight, tender spots. So that's kind of a rough day, not including performances that I may have on the weekends and extra adventures that I go on quite frequently to rivers, waterfalls, lakes, the mountaintops and all that kind of jazz that I love so much because it deeply drops me in and connects me to nature and myself and everything that's important in this world. So movement is a big part of my life. I like to balance the soft and the hard, the in and the out. And as I said, we are in a physical world. This is this body is physical. It's made up of all the elements here. And you are consciousness moving through it, right? You are your body, but then you are also not your body. You are everything. And you must look after it in order to harness the incredible software that is there. You need the adequate hardware. And make the right choices. And you can experience so much of life. The fullness, the depth, the intricacies, all of it. So your physical practice is like a reflection of your life. It's a reflection of you. To a degree. But it is. You know, I can look at someone and I can tell what their diet's like. I can look at how they move and I can tell what they've been eating. I can tell what the intimate life kind of looks like with themselves and with others. 
I can tell how they fuck. How they make love. I can kind of tell what their poop looks like, you know, the level of stored emotion in their system, how much inflammation they hold. Like, it is there. It's a map. Your body, how you move, how you connect, what it looks like. Not within a vain perspective, but what it looks like and how it sits, how it forms, what it radiates. If you're not moving, you are literally dead. It's a good quote. I don't remember who said it, but I maybe I can't remember. And I, if I remember, I will put it in the show notes. But if you're not moving, you are literally dead. Even in stillness, there's some movement. Everything is moving. The cells, the organs, something is flushing, cleaning, oscillating, vibrating. So, to conclude, move your body. It's a gift. You've been blessed. You've got this beautiful experiential tool at your fingertips. Use it, move it, or quite literally, lose it. Sending you all so much love. And keep an eye out for some of my beautiful workshops and retreats that are on this year. Sending you all an abundance of love. Aho, great spirit.